Hey everyone, welcome to Orange Crushing It, a weekly series dedicated to high drive, passionate and motivated individuals. I'm your host, Frank Clark, President and CEO of The Mr. Orange. This shows a weekly dose of business, life and personal development principles geared toward bringing out the adrenaline junkie and overachiever in each and every one of you. As a seasoned entrepreneur of over five companies producing hundreds of millions in revenue, I'm going to personally be sharing my stories of success and, of course, my life-defining massive screw-ups, <laughs> as well as featuring inspiring guests, business leaders, athletes, thrill-seekers who just truly want to walk their talk and make life happen. Stick around, and let's get crushing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orange Crushing It. My name is Frank Clark. I'm your host and CEO of The Mr. Orange, and welcome to my show. I really, truly, truly appreciate everybody who comes and listens to me for 20 minutes or so and embodies the orange energy. And what's that all about? Well, that's just about being driven and passionate and wanting to thrive and feel significant and have that desire to win and be successful. And we all have it inside of us. We all want to be significant. We all want to feel successful. We all want to feel that energy. And that's what the orange space is all about. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about mindset and how this even came to be is I did a speech for a group of insurance people with a company called Primerica. One of my good buddies, uh, him and his wife are actually regional vice presidents in that group. And they had a downline and wanted me to speak to their team. And the topic was about mindset. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll talk about mindset because it's something that I'm really, really passionate about. When you think of things that you want to accomplish in your life, whether they're personal based around health, let's say you want to run a marathon or dieting, you want to lose a whole bunch of weight, or you want to start a company. The truth of all that stuff, the truth of success of all that stuff is that 20% of that is the mechanics. Like if you're going to run a marathon, okay, you got to know what kind of shoes probably to wear. You got to learn how to breathe just a certain way. You have to know how to take breaks and listen to your body. And, you know, there's certain techniques that it takes to run a marathon. There's certain techniques that it takes to diet. You know, this is a $4 billion industry on teaching how to lose weight and exercise. And really, you know, I'm going to save you guys $3.99999 billion right now in the diet industry. If you just listen to this little advice, eat less, exercise more. There you go. I'll say it again. Eat less, exercise more. There it is. You just saved yourself $3.99999 billion. <laughs> and if it was that easy, why isn't everybody doing it? Right? Why isn't everybody, Because they don't have the mindset to diet. And that's really what it boils down to. Mindset is 80% of what you have to focus on, you know, because there's a phrase that says energy flows where focus goes. What are we focusing on every single day? And in my opinion, focus starts the minute you wake up, you know, that minute you roll out of bed and I don't know what you do. You hit the snooze alarm or do you jump out of bed? Do you hit the floor like, like a lion where, you know, your feet are like claws and they're just tearing away at the carpet and you just, you know, you can't wait to start the day. Or are you, you know, the 85 hitting the snooze alarm, 85 times, by the way, hitting the snooze alarm, yelling at Alexa, <laughs> shut up, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Is that your mindset when you wake up or you, you're charging and facing the day with like, like just rabid energy? I'm telling you, we don't all do that all the time, even though some of us would like to think we do. We're not 100% always these rabid dogs that just want to take on the day. So you know, I have some morning routines and I'm going to share with you, you know, four or five tips on really how to get your mindset correct. Because if your mindset is right, it's amazing what you can accomplish. The first part of mindset, what I think is, is a question. 
We all are programmed to answer to questions. And our life is just a constant series of questions. We're always asking ourselves, should I listen to this person? Should I not? Should I pay attention? Should I not? Should I take this adventure? Should I not? Should I ask this girl out? No. Should I ask this guy? No. Should I get divorced? Should I stay married? Should I take this job? Should I, you know, what am I supposed to do, right? Should I listen to this podcast? Well, there's a definite answer. Yes to that, of course. <laughs> but seriously, we all have a series of questions. And for the most part, we all have one question that kind of guides our life. There really is, is. If you think about it, there's one question that guides our life. And some people have very disempowering questions, you know, like they start their day with, why am I always broke? You know, how come things don't seem to work out for me? Or when am I going to get a break? You know, how do I fix this? Why doesn't anybody love me? Situations like that, right? So, you know, like, why don't bands play their own instruments? <laughs> I don't know that really, but music, right? Lately, music musicians don't seem to play their own, their own instruments. But anyways, I digress off of that. When you ask a question like that, though, again, getting back to focus, you're focusing on what's not working in your life. And when you focus on something that's not working, you're going to get more of it because your body wants to be right. Your mind wants to be right. It wants to ask a question and it wants to be right. And the answer, it doesn't want to be wrong. It doesn't want to be told. Nobody likes to be told they're wrong, including when you're doing a sort of self-talk. You don't want to tell yourself that you're wrong. So... Questions that you ask yourself, if they were more empowering, like, for example, you know, how can I have more joy in my life right now? Imagine if you started your life off that or your day off like that. You know, you woke up, you really were, maybe you're groggy, okay? But the first thing that comes in your mind is, how can I lead, inspire, and teach more people right now? Or how can I have and be more loving in my day? Maybe you're rolling over and the person that's laying next to you, you don't really care for them too much, but you used to, you used to love them a lot. Maybe you start your day off with, you know, how can I show this person more love and appreciation than I ever have in the past? You know, how would that guide your day? Or how can I create more abundance? If, you know, you're finding yourself at the short end of money, and certainly with this COVID virus here, the coronavirus, we're all a little bit taxed. A lot of, most of, some of us are taxed really heavily, especially when it comes financially. So we can wake up with a, oh my God, how am I going to lose more money today? Or an abundance principle, which is how can I create more abundance freely, openly coming to me like I'm a magnet for abundance or, you know, how can, well, I start always with day with, you know, how can Aerosmith let me in the band? <laughs> what, what can I, I mean, I played the accordion when I was a kid. I don't know. Does that count? It probably won't sound the same on sweet emotion or dream on, but I'll do anything. I'll play the triangle, or the cowbell, or even that little shaker thing that they play at the beginning of sweet emotion. So Steven, if you're listening, I I'm, I'm fit for the band. <laughs> please. Again, I digress when it comes to music. And it's an important thing about mindset is what are we asking ourselves? What are we saying to ourselves? What questions are we asking? So that's one tip. You know, ask yourself a better question. The second thing is about focus. Again, I'm going to get back to that, right? Because like, like anything else, most of the things that we do aren't necessarily always heart-centered. They're more centered in your head, the voices in our heads seem to be louder most times than the voices in our hearts. When we follow our hearts, that's the right way to go. But most of the time we follow our head. And why do we do that? Because people will do more to avoid pain than they will to gain pleasure. So and a lot of times painful thoughts are stuck in our head. Pleasure is in our heart. If you'll do more for that, we're constantly asking ourselves a question, you know, does this give me more pain or does this give me more pleasure? Or do, do I look good or do I look bad? And the question that we ask is, again, we answer it and it guides the way we're going to run our day. If we, get, if we feel crappy, more crappy is going to come to us. The universe will continue to give you everything that you put out there. 
And as, as crappy as that sounds, but that's the truth. And, you know, when you're a fighter, I've done some martial arts and some Muay Thai and I box a little bit. And, the, you know, the rule of thumb when it comes to fighting is where the head goes, the body follows. So if you're a grappler and you grab somebody's head, you know, when they move that head one direction, the rest of the body is going to go that way too. When you hit somebody and you knock them, that's the way they're going to go. And that's true in life, right? So if you're focusing in one direction, your body's going to follow and it's going to, all the parts of your energy and all the parts of your, who you are are going to follow in that direction. So focus is really, really important. The third thing that I think is, is vitally important as far as mindset goes is, are you asking yourself a great why question? And what do I mean by a why question? Well, a why question is not necessarily a question. Well, yeah, it is a question because, you know, why is a question. And what I mean by that is when you say you want to do something, that's great. And you, you start and set the intention and you set the goal to do that. But why do you really want to do it? Why is it so important to you? You know, you want a great relationship. Why? You want a great business. Why? You want to have great employees. You want to have great health. Why? What is it really? You want to make a lot of money. Why? So you can show off that you have a lot of money or why does it really bring you? Can you imagine? And I think, by the way, the why statement is so powerful that it should be used way more than it's used right now. For example, if you were to tell somebody why you love them and why you're committed to that, think about it in your marriage or in the relationship you have with a significant other. If you started your day and said, let me tell you something, baby, I'm going to tell you why I love you. And I'm going to tell you why it's so important that I keep this relationship strong. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to keep myself in shape. I'm going to, I'm going to stay loving. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be re receiving. I'm going to be, I don't know, caring. I'm going to, I'm going to do all the things that, that I think you want. And I'm going to focus on showing you each and every single day why I love you. Can you imagine if somebody said it to you? Or maybe somebody told their kids that, hey, kids, I'm going to tell you why you're so important to me and why it's important that I'm a good dad or a good mom and why I'll do whatever it takes to put a roof over your head and put food in your bodies and I'll do whatever it takes. I'm going to show you and share you my why. You're so important to me. You're the, you know, the most important things to me and I will never, never, never let you down. Can you imagine parents talking to kids like that? Or let's say in businesses talking to their customers, I'll do whatever it takes. You know, you're my customer. Why do I appreciate you? I appreciate you because you, you give us revenue. And when you sponsor our company, you put people to work and these people then feed their families and are able to have vacations and send their kids off to college and do great things, have a roof and a house and all that stuff. And so that's why we really appreciate you. And we'll do whatever it takes to maintain you as a customer. So again, imagine if you had a great why or a great focus on why. Imagine how your mindset and how your day would go if you focused on a solid why. Plus, you know, really it boils down to the things that we really want. Why do we want them? And imagine if you started every day and walked into the, into the bathroom, looked in the mirror and said, okay, why are you great? And just did a, a little bit of a bragging hero thing for yourself once in a while. You know, why is it important? Why? Because I'm an amazing person. I'm, uh, I'm healthy. I'm on this planet. I'm above the ground. I've been blessed with a lot of freedoms. I've been blessed with knowledge, whatever it is, right? I'm an orange. <laughs> I'm from Boston where we have the best sports teams in the world. Uh, we have the best bands. I, I don't know. Whatever it is your why. Say it to yourself. Why is it so important that you do things? Again, what we're trying to do here is get your mindset right because it is 80%. Again, the mechanics, and this is what most people, when they come to me as a, as a coaching client, they go, well, how do I start a business? And the first thing I want to talk to them about is, well, why do you want to start a business? They'll give me their, well, I want to get rich and I want to be free and I want to do this and I want to do that. Okay, well, do you have the mindset 
to be a business owner. The mindset means that you're going to be working some tough hours. And the mindset says, you know, you're going to do whatever it takes. And the mindset of, of an entrepreneur is that you're about the process and you're about the product and you're about your customers and you're about your employees and the culture, not necessarily right away about profits. Yes, we're all about profits at some point if you're an entrepreneur and a business owner, but the focus on why you want to do it. You know, some people think that it's a lot easier if they have their own business and it's residual income. Well, there are a lot of people that have jobs that do really, really well and save for retirement and never need to run their own company. So I like to explore the reason why people want to do things because a lot of times they, they don't really know why and they make up a situation. So having a solid why is be the great third way to, I think, to create a great mindset. Why do you want to do it? A fourth way to do things is to understand that in life, there is the event that happens to you and then there's the meaning you put to it. The meaning we put to our experiences really does guide our life. And, you know, Tony Robbins says this a lot and he does a lot of videos that he's done out there. And I want you guys to check them out sometimes. Go on YouTube and just look up Tony's videos on meaning. And I truly, truly, truly believe that the meanings you put to things really shape the, your destiny. And events, you know, they start when you were really young. You know, for example, you know, if, if you, I don't know, you're five years old and you're going to school and the event is that you go to talk to somebody and that, that person ignores you and they make fun of you because of your clothes or whatever, right? Well, that's the event that happened. You were rejected. Now, the meaning you put to that is up to you. And the meaning somebody could put to that, meaning I put to it when I remember when I was little, was that, oh, girls don't like me. Uh, they don't like my clothes. They don't like my hair. That was a, <laughs> that was a big thing, <laughs> really. Now I don't have as much of it. So they, you know, maybe I should call these girls again. Maybe they're available. <laughs> no, but that was the event, right? I was rejected. And I took on a meaning that said, well, girls don't like me. Then as I got a little older, you know, there was another event that happened in my life. And where I was rejected again. Well, now I'm stacking another meaning on that level of rejection. And that meaning that I put to it was, well, you know, girls are mean or, you know, whatever the, whatever the meaning that I put, most of the time it's disempowering. We're not putting things on as meanings that are really positive or not. And lately we've had two major events going on in this year. The first one is the coronavirus, which has been going on for the last couple of months in, you know, in serious level of intensity. And that's the event. And the meaning people put to that event is one of two things. They either get to have a certain life or they have to have a certain life. You know, they get to be spending time with their kids or they have to spend time with their kids. They get to learn something new or they have to learn something new. And it's funny that you just, if you think about just that little shift in energy, right? Just that little shift in, in the way that you want to set a meaning to something. What does it mean? What does it mean to have to stay home? What does it mean to be quarantined? What does it mean to reflect on your time? What does it mean to be basically hold up, you know, basically a loss of some freedoms? Yes, that's the event, but we can turn that into something so great by just shifting the way we look at the meaning on it. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying it's just to minimize it or to throw rose colored glasses on anything. Shit, I'm not, that's not it at all. It's about looking at you and having control over the meaning you put on things. Because we do. We have ultimate control over those things. We don't have control over the events. Right now, we're in a situation, obviously, where there's a lot of racial tension right now going on as well. There's another event that's happening. And that event is affecting people in a lot of different ways. 
And as a tragic as the event is, there's the meaning that people are putting to it. You know, people are saying all people of this race are, and it, it's negative, or all police are, or our justice system is, or all Americans are, or, and it's not very empowering. You know, what we need here is a meaning that says, more than likely, a meaning that says, look, there's been some injustice and we need to solve it. That's a solid meaning. There's been some injustice going on and we need to create situations that are based in love and passion and compassion and forgiveness and faith as we move forward. That's a better meaning to put into this than, hey, all of these people are this way or all people are that way or all police are this way or all governments are this way or our president is this and, just, and stacking just some negative meaning to things. So again, you have control over your of the event and the meaning, but meanings will shape your life. The meaning you put to something will shape your life. The meaning of whether you're good enough, the meaning of whether you're worthy enough, the meaning of whether you you matter. Of course you do, right? But that's up to you to stack that meaning up. And that meaning, again, will direct your mindset and that will direct the focus of where your life goes. And it will create or it will have huge influence on the 20% mechanics, which is the rest of our life, right? Is the things that we we accomplish based on that. And then the last thing I'd like to talk about, which is the fifth part of your mindset is gratitude. It's probably one of the most underutilized tools that we have out there. And yet it is so super powerful. You know, when the power of gratitude is just great. And I used to keep a gratitude journal. And before I went to bed every night, that was the thing I did is I went through my, my journal and I wrote down the 10 things that I was most grateful for that day. You know, when you're having a bad day, sometimes that's not the easiest thing in the world to do. You might go, oh, let's see, what am I grateful for today? Oh, I'm grateful that I didn't yell at this one. Oh, I'm grateful I didn't flip that guy off. Oh, I'm grateful, <laughs> you know, I'm grateful that, uh, I don't know, that my spouse and I are putting pillows over each other's head tonight. Oh, I'm grateful that, I don't know, some things that you, you have a tough day, right? I'm, I'm grateful I didn't get rid of the dog. I'm grateful, <laughs> you know, I didn't quit that job. I'm grateful I didn't say something that would piss me off. And that sometimes that's the only thing you can think of. And yet there are so many things we can be grateful for. So many things. If you actually think about it, you know, even in that shitty state of feeling, right? I'm grateful that I'm living with a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I'm in a bed. I'm grateful that I have my eyes. I'm grateful that I have my hands. I'm grateful that I have, I was gifted a pen and I know how to use it. And I can write in a piece of paper. And I'm grateful that, yes, although I might be fighting with the person laying next to me, I'm grateful that she's in my life or he's in my life. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my parents. You know, there's this phrase that says, or a statement or a question that's been asked, and it's actually on one of my websites. It says, what if tomorrow you woke up with only the things you're grateful for the day before, right? What if tomorrow you woke up for only the things you're grateful for today, right? Think about that. If tomorrow or today you're not grateful for something, guess what? You don't get to have it tomorrow. So you don't get to have your children if you weren't grateful for them today. You don't get to have a job. You don't get to have the car you drive. You don't get to have the spouse that's in your life. You don't get to have functioning body. You don't get to have freedoms. You don't get to have wealth. You don't get to have money in your pocket. You don't get to have food in your refrigerator. You don't get to have a roof over your head. You don't get to have friends. I mean, think about that. There's so many things we can be grateful for. I mean, there are certain things that I'm not grateful for every single day. Like, for example, those songs that stick in your head, like ABBA, you know, Dancing Queen. You don't, you can never be grateful. If <laughs> nobody's grateful for this again, so they never play the song again, <laughs> I would be fine with that. And by the way, I apologize in advance if I now I stuck that song in your head and it stays with you all day. 
I apologize. Or, you know, these Disney junkies that go and that song, It's a Small World. Look, I'm grateful I get to go to Disney. I'm grateful for the experience. But man, I'm not so grateful that they play that song and it sticks in your head forever. <laughs> so, anyways, there's some certain things that we could kind of maybe do without, like Abba's Dancing Queen. Anyways, I'm digressing again, and yet I'm back to music. <laughs> One of the things I'll finish on this is that I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everybody that's listening to my podcast. I am grateful for all of you. Truly, truly, truly. I really do appreciate the opportunity I get to sit and rap and just, and hopefully inspire you guys at some level. If you picked anything out of this thing at all, let me know. You know, seriously, I'd love to get your feedback on my podcast. I'd love to get your feedback on the way that I think, and hopefully it helps inspire you and motivates you to have an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing month, and an amazing life. So enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of your life, and stay inspiring, all. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orange Crushing It. Hope you're fired up to take on your week with unstoppable energy. Hey, if you like the broadcast, please subscribe, share it with your best buds, and please write a badass review. You can also reach me at themrorange.com. Stay inspiring, all.